Welcome to Building an Eternal Business with Kristen Vance. As a Christian, a wife and mother, a creative entrepreneur, and a top leader of a million-dollar team, Kristen Vance sets out to successfully merge Christian faith with building a lasting business. Join her as she dives deep into leadership, team growth, sales techniques, and foundations of the Christian faith meant to change our mindset from the here and now to an eternal perspective. Let's jump right in with your host, Kristen Vance. I want to begin this training all about third-party validation. And you're probably tired of hearing that term. You've probably heard it a lot. And I heard a new term um, in place of this that I really liked, and it was the term social proof. Some of you guys are struggling with recruiting and growing your teams, and I believe this is exactly what you are missing. You are missing the social proof, the third-party validation. You are relying on just little me, not literally me, like you. You're relying on yourself to do all the work, to relay all the information, to get the people to join, to do all of the follow-ups in order to build your team. And you're not using this valuable tool that we teach called third-party validation. Now, I want to give you an example of what this looks like. I've shared this example before. I need to come up with a better example because this is not the greatest example. But I'm going to share it anyways because I had a sleeping baby and had to put this training together in a, a certain amount of time and could not think of a different example. So anyways, I want you to picture yourself in the mall, okay, in person somewhere. And you pass by a purple, neon, I don't know, bedazzled purse that you never in a million years would buy. Okay, you look at it, it's not your style. Maybe I just described something that like, you're like, ooh, that sounds really pretty. Think of something that would not catch your eye. Something that you would walk right past and be like, eh, no, that's not for me, right? Now, this same purse, if it's sitting there, you can relate this to shoes, whatever you want, an outfit. You see where I'm going with this. If you saw a line formed to look at this purse, you would probably take a second look. You'd be like, why are people so interested in this purse? What makes this purse so special? Am I missing something, right? Now think if you see a swarm of people, okay, like Black Friday type stuff, all fighting for this purse, you would be really intrigued. And maybe this purse that wouldn't have caught your attention initially now you, it kind of has your attention and you're like, maybe I do like the purse. It's kind of growing on me. Like maybe it's the quality, maybe it's the color everybody's loving, but everybody's loving it. So maybe I'm supposed to love it kind of thing, right? Yes, FOMO, it's very real. It's very, very real. That's how a lot of things work, right? But here's the thing, you're running your business and you're not using this third-party validation tool of how this opportunity has worked for other people and showcasing different testimonies. You're just trying to continue to tell your testimony, your story, what you love, and it's not maybe catching for some people. Or maybe it is, but it's like you've got one recruit every three months, which by the way is awesome. You should feel very proud of yourself for that. But if you're like, okay, I wanna speed this up. I really wanna grow my team at a faster rate. You have got to use third-party validation, and that's exactly what we're doing 
through things like an opportunity call. When you do an opportunity call or think old school, three-way calls or three-way message chats, things like that where you can have an upline come in or different sideline sisters and brothers come in and they get to share their testimony and what they love, it only validates what you've been saying. So I want you to picture this opportunity call with hundreds of people on it and people are seeing this excitement. They're seeing and hearing different testimonies and maybe one of those testimonies is gonna relate to them more than yours did and that's okay. But that might be the trigger to get them to join your team, okay? So you've got to use third-party validation. I truly feel that building credibility is the main driving force to your success in this business. Third-party validation is your secret weapon. That's it. That's it. I can't tell you how many times I have offered to my frontline mainly that, hey, listen, if you've got somebody interested in joining and it's just not landing, throw me in that chat and say, hey, this is my upline. I would love for you to hear more about her testimony and what this company has done. The, the teammates who are actually utilizing that third-party validation, even though it's just one additional person, they are finding that success with recruiting. And so this is on a grander scale. This opportunity call is going to have so many people validating the company's opportunity, okay? And here's why this is important, because if you're new, okay, or even if you're not new, if you're just new to sharing, if you're uncomfortable with sharing or you are brand new, your belief in this company, your belief in your company's products, your belief in this industry as a whole, it may be small right now. And that's okay. I'll tell you, when I joined Direct Sales, my belief, it was real small, y'all. It wasn't big. I wasn't just shouting it out from the rooftops because I'm still navigating this, right? And that's okay. That's okay. But the partner will feel at a loss with how to go about making a success of this business. They'll think more about how do I look like, what do I sound like, and they'll basically just bypass even sharing the opportunity. So this is a chance for you to kind of get to sit back, so to speak, and allow your sideline sisters and brothers, allow your uplines to help with the recruiting to help with your team building because they've been do either doing this a while or they have found that full belief in the company, the products, the opportunity, the industry. And so their enthusiasm is going to help carry that for you. Maybe you just don't quite have it yet. And again, that's okay. I didn't start off that way. I didn't start off super passionate and energetic about what I was doing. I was like very unsure of myself. So it would have been so nice to have that additional help with recruiting. So it's the secret sauce. I love this. I love this. It's the secret sauce for overcoming the fact that your friends and your family often don't give you enough credit. Okay. What I mean by that is when you join, typically you're looking to your friends and your best friends and your family to come alongside you and to believe in the opportunity with you. And sometimes they're the last ones to make the plunge, to even try your products, right? And here's the reason, because a lot of times our family has seen us in and out of different opportunities. They've seen us fail, they've seen us succeed, they've seen everything in between. 
And sometimes, let's be honest, your family does not give you the credibility you deserve. They're looking back at your past and being like, yeah, do you remember when you messed that up and now you're doing this opportunity? Okay, let's see. Let's see how this goes, right? They're the most skeptical. And again, that's natural. It has nothing to do with you. It's just the closer you are with people, the more they know all the ins and the outs of you. So when they're hearing it from somebody and there's no biased view, it just makes a huge difference. They're more open to the idea of joining. So here's your goal, okay? When it comes to an opportunity call and inviting people to an opportunity call, y'all with me? Here's your goal. Your goal is not, let's talk about what your goal is not. Your goal is not to see how many people you can sign up right after an opportunity call. Your goal is not to have expectations of their actions following an opportunity call. Your goal is to see how many people you can get in front of this opportunity hearing about the message, hearing about what this company offers. Okay, because I promise you, when you focus on the results, when you focus on, well, are they gonna join? Is it gonna be a no? You're gonna talk yourself out of it because it's gonna seem really scary. Which, by the way, no should not be scary. No should actually, in fact, inspire you because your no's get you that much closer to your yeses and your no's half the time are just no, not for now. It's not a forever no. But all that aside, if you focus on the results, you are going to be fearful of sharing the opportunity. So your goal, I'm going to give you guys a very tangible goal. Your goal, and I, I want this to go for any opportunity call that you ever have the opportunity to be a part of. I want you to invite 10 people to come here about the opportunity. I did not say I need you to recruit 10. I said, I want you to invite 10 people to be on this call. Your goal is to get 10 people to come here about the opportunity. So let's talk about how you're going to do that. So I listened to Eric War. And one of his trainings on opportunity calls really just changed my perspective on opportunity calls. Because if you're like me, if I've ever had the opportunity to, how many times am I going to say opportunity, by the way? If I had the opportunity to invite somebody on an opportunity call, my goal was to get them to join. And he had just a whole nother way of looking at this. And he shared that his very first company event, they encouraged... Hey, we just want you to get as many people to hear about this. And on his first company event, he had 118 people say that they would be willing to sit in and listen. Now, these were people who were not interested in joining. Now, if you know Eric War, he is a go-getter. He went old school. He picked up the phone. He was doing all the things, okay, which don't neglect phone calls. They work. I do believe it's personal, but it may not be for you, okay? But he got on the phone, he was messaging people, and here's how he did it. So we're going to talk about your hot market, your warm market, and your cold market. How many of you have heard the term cold messaging? Okay, you're like, ooh, I really hope she's not going there because that's not for me. Guess what? It's not for me either. So I'm just going to give you that peace of mind. How many of you have heard about cold messaging? Okay, you've got your cold market, your warm market, and your hot market. Let's, Let's start with your hot market. Your hot market are your family. 
It's your mom. It's your best friend. It's the people that you don't just say hi to, but you actually have conversations that are beyond surface level conversations. They know you the best. Now, again, these are tough cookies because they know you the best, right? So you're not going to approach this as, hey, I think you would be great at joining my team. I think you would really be good at this. Can you come sit in on this call? No, that's not how you're going to approach it. This is how he would approach it. He said, all you need to do is you simply need to, whether it's phone, message, voice memo, whatever you decide, you need to have a conversation with them and you need to thank them. Thank them for all the times they have ever supported you in your life. And say, you have no idea how much this means to me, that you have always been such a huge supporter. No matter what I did, no matter if I failed or succeeded, you have always supported me. And as you know, I recently joined this company, and I'm going to be honest, I've got big goals, and it terrifies me. But knowing that I have the support of you really just makes it that much better. And makes it that much easier. Okay, so that's how you start. You start off just thanking them. Start off saying, you know I joined. I'm terrified. Or you don't have to say I just joined. You know I've been doing this for a while. And it still terrifies me. It still makes me nervous. It's still a little bit beyond my comfort zone. Then he says you follow it. You transition with, if, if if I will you. Okay, you follow it with that sentence. If I blank, will you blank, okay? And it's, if I invite you to a call to come hear about what it is that I do to give you a little bit more glimpse into what I love and what I'm passionate about, will you attend this 45-minute call, right? You're not saying, will you join my team? Hey, are you interested in earning thousands of dollars from your phone? You're not doing that whole thing. You're basically just saying, if I invite you to come hear about this thing that means so much to me and hear about this opportunity, would you be willing to sit in on a a, a Zoom call for 45 minutes? And you can also, this isn't something he said, but this is something I would probably follow up with even after that is, and by the way, Now I'm not trying to get you to join. I just want as many people to see what I do, to hear about what I love. If it's for you, great. If not, that's okay too. But I would just love for you to get a glimpse into what this even entails and what I do. Because at the end of the day, even if they don't join your team, but they have a little bit better understanding of why you're so passionate and enthusiastic and seeing everybody else who's passionate and enthusiastic about this, they're going to support you even more, okay? So that's the approach with your hot market. Thank them for always being a huge support, right? Remind them that you've joined this company and you're real nervous, but you've got big goals. And say, if I invite you, will you attend the call? However you want to word that. And then even follow it up. I'm always big on following up with no pressure, no strings attached kind of thing, okay? Warm market. Warm market is not your BFF or your mama. Your warm market is maybe the the women you see in your Monday fitness class or you know them. You say hi to them. You know them well enough that you're going to smile and ask them how their day is and how it's going, but you're not like super close, but you have some sort of connection, right? 
These are not people you just met one time and you've never talked to. These are not strangers. These are people you do know. You recognize them. You could tell me where, how you know them and where you met. You could tell me a little bit about them. That's your warm market, okay? Now, I'm gonna, I'm gonna kind of backtrack here. The thing you do not want to do, whether it's your hot market, warm market, cold market, you do not want to spam people and send a blueprint message, a script, so to speak, out to the masses. It doesn't work. It won't be successful. I promise you that. We want people to feel like we care because we do. We don't want people to feel like a number. So I do want to preface that. But with your warm market, now your warm market, you typically know something about their life. And let's be honest, so many people are struggling with stuff and you don't want to look past that. If somebody just shared with you that they're going through a hard time, you don't want to just bypass that and then just send them a message about your opportunity call without even acknowledging maybe a previous conversation that you had. So with your warm market, there's different ways to segue and you do it from a place where you genuinely care about them and you believe in your opportunity so much that you know it could really benefit them. So for example, it would be something like, you know, hey, I don't know why we say Susie, but we're going with Susie because I always use Susie. Hey, Susie, I hope you've been doing well. I've been thinking about you. I know you're going through a lot. Now, whatever that is, it could be a financial burden, personal, anything. You know, I know you, you're juggling a lot. I know you've got a lot on your plate. Um, but as you know, I'm with a company called Palmafera. And we are doing a really incredible opportunity call where you can come hear about what I do and why I love what I do. And I really think it would be so good for you because of X, Y, and Z. That's where the personal touch comes in. It's not, hey, sweet lady, I hope you're having a blessed day. My company's doing an opportunity call. I really think you would be amazing at it. It's at 8 o'clock Central Standard Time. Love to see you on. Let me know if you're interested. You don't want to do that. You want Susie, you want to say Susie's name, not hey, sweet lady. Y'all know me. I love the sweet lady, but I'm going to say their name and then I'm going to tell them why I think they would be interested or why I think they could benefit from it or why I think they would be good at it. And again, preface it with it's okay if it's not for you. Just would love for you to hear about it. And if you decide it's not for you, that's okay. But I just thought of you because I really think this could benefit you, okay? That's more how you approach it with your warm market. Um, and you know, they may not be going through anything, but if they are, I just wanna be so cautious of overlooking those things and just bypassing a conversation that maybe you've previously had with them, because I've seen it happen. And again, you don't wanna treat people like a number. Um, it could be something lighthearted. Hey, I just saw that your family went to to Disney World, you know, like it, whatever, but find that common ground, find something to make it personal. Um, your cold market, y'all ready for this? Oh, by the way, let me back up one more second. Let's go back to warm market. I want to share with you guys a strategy that I personally use and love because I think it makes it more personal. Instead of just sending a message or even a voice memo for that matter, I like to send videos, okay? And the reason I like to send videos is because it almost worked on me one time, okay? Now this may be a bad example because it didn't work, but I, it stuck with me. So before I joined Direct Sales, so this was like way over five years ago, 
I had a sweet lady. There I go with the sweet ladies. I had a sweet lady who we had, she was more of a, I was a warm market to her, right? We weren't like BFFs, but we knew each other um, through high school kind of college years. And we stayed in touch, commented on each other's stuff. And uh, anyway, she was with a jewelry company, which by the way, if you don't know my story, I wanted nothing to do with direct sales. <laughs> I was like, I'll never do direct sales. I was not interested. And honestly, was not interested in jewelry. Like if I was gonna do one, that just wasn't for me. Um, but she was with a jewelry company. She was very successful. And she sent me a one minute, it was about a one minute video. And she's sitting in her car in the school pickup line. And she's like, hey, Kristen. She's, I mean, it was a video for me. This wasn't a video that she just sent out to masses. Again, personalize it. She said, hey, Kristen, I'm sitting in the school pickup line. She's like, that's always fun. You know, about to pick up my kids. She made it very lighthearted, had some conversation. She was like, I just wanted to let you know that um, I was working today, working my business, and I thought of you. And I've thought of you several times when it comes to this business because I really think you would be phenomenal at it because of X, Y, and Z, kind of similar to what I just shared. And I'll tell you, I was never interested in joining that company, and clearly I did not join that company. So again, might be a bad example, but it was the first time I was intrigued I went to the website and I even read about it. Like I took that next step. Like she had planted a seed um, and it meant a lot to me that she really wanted me on her team, that she really thought I would be good at it. And it wasn't just your typical message that a lot of people get in their message inbox. And so the fact that she took the time to send that to me, I just thought was really neat. So I have used that before where I will send a video to people um, letting them know why I think they're 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 great for this opportunity. Um, and what it does is it allows people to hear you. It allows people to hear your heart. It allows people to see your enthusiasm. It allows people to just feel like it's a little bit more genuine than you just like sending out a message that could be copy pasted that you could have just replaced their name. You see what I'm saying? So even though I didn't join her team, I'll tell you, every time I wore a piece of jewelry from her company, because I did like the jewelry, I thought about that video she sent me. And I came very close to joining that company. Um, so that's an idea too. Now, cold market. Cold market, take my opinion or leave it. Do not message your cold market. Just don't. You don't know them. There's no personal connection there. Now, somebody may go, Kristen, that's terrible advice. I'm awesome at cold messaging and there's power in it. Hey, I'm not saying you're wrong. I just cannot train on cold messaging because I don't do it. And I'm never going to train you guys to do something that I don't do because truly it makes me uncomfortable and it always will. I don't care how much I love my opportunity and believe in it. I have to make a connection with somebody first, okay? It is super awkward. So cold market, how do you reach your cold market? You do this through showing up on your page. You do this by showing up locally if you're doing parties, vendor events, all those things. You do this by going live. Because I'll tell you, I've gone live before and had people that I don't really know, but they follow me or watch my videos that end up joining that they would have been considered my cold market. I would have never reached out to them, but they reached out to me. My cold market are the people I rely a little bit more on like, I need you to come to me, okay? Like, I'm just gonna be excited and share, and I'm hoping 
that they do decide to come. So lives, stories. You guys, I'm going to tell you, starting tomorrow, our opportunity calls on Thursday, I will be in some way, shape, or form talking about the opportunity call every single day. It'll be in my stories. It'll be a post. I'm going to go live. Like, I'm going to constantly talk about it. And yes, I'm going to continue to build connections with those people and hopefully get them to more of a warm market where maybe one day I'm more, more comfortable sharing the opportunity and why I think they would be good at it, okay? Because it's not genuine. I can't tell somebody in my cold market that I think they would be good at it when I don't even know their last name, when I don't even know how many kids they have, right? When I know nothing about them. So hot market, warm market, cold market, you see the difference. Um, you can even with customers, you guys, I've shared this before, share with your customers, do a customer email, right? And say, hey, I am so thankful for you as a customer. I appreciate you more than you know, and I hope you are still loving your products. Let me know if you have any questions. Listen, I don't know if this is for you, but my company is doing an opportunity call on this day at this time. And if this is something that's ever sparked an interest, love for you to come sit in and listen. If not, no worries. Again, I just appreciate you being a customer. Um, but if it is something you're interested, let me know and I'd love to tell you more. That's it, okay? So that's another uh, way to reach out to your customers. Listen, opportunity call, you need to be on the call. <laughs> Do not invite people to your company's opportunity call and then don't be on the call. Like, again, this is that third-party validation. The more people are on the call, the more people blowing up the chats. When you're talking about the company's compensation plan and you guys are in the chat talking about what you feel is amazing or somebody's talking about the products and you're in there typing your favorite product and what you love, it's all a part of that third-party validation, okay? It's all a part of it, so you need to be a part of it. Even if you don't have somebody attending, I still want you to be on that call. Okay, and your goal is not to get 10 people to join. It's to get 10 people to come on that Zoom and listen to the opportunity. If you can step outside of yourself and make this less about you, less about what you sound like, what you look like, what people are going to think, and you take the approach that it's about them, that this opportunity could change their life. This opportunity could impact them greatly. This opportunity could put groceries on their table that they've been needing. This opportunity can do this for them. It's going to be much easier to get to a place where you're comfortable talking about it. Be less results driven and more impact driven. Believe in your opportunity so much that you can't help but share it because you know how it's going to impact them. And then the last thing, here's, here's the truth. This is not a priority for them. A Zoom call is not a priority in their life. They've got soccer practice. They've got gymnastics. They've got kids who need help with homework. They've got Bible studies. They've got dinner. They've got mouths to feed. They've got babies to put to bed. This is not a priority because they don't understand the importance of what this opportunity can do for them. So when they, when you invite them and they say, yeah, sure, invite me, don't expect that to be enough because if they're anything like me, they will forget. If you invite them on Monday and they say yes and the call is on Thursday, which it is, they may not remember on Thursday and, it's, and then don't think, oh, they just don't really have an interest. No, they probably do, but they have slept since then and they have a lot going on in their lives and they don't realize the importance of what this opportunity can do for them. So 
The importance is not in the follow-up. It is in the follow-ups, plural. It is in the follow-ups. So ways you can follow up even before the Zoom is once somebody says, yes, I would like an invite, and you send them the Zoom link, then you maybe the day before, hey, just wanted to make sure, did you get that Zoom link? They didn't respond. Or, hey, just a reminder, it's at 8 o'clock tonight or 8 o'clock on this day, and I just wanted to send you a reminder, I'm so excited to have you on. Or I'll follow up with you when it's over. If you have any questions, let me know. But don't be afraid to follow up because they may just genuinely need the reminder because they may be scattered. They may have a lot going on. So follow up with them. And here's my advice. Yes, there's always recordings to opportunity calls, but don't say, hey, there's a recording if you can't make it. No. Have the urgency to be on that live because there is something about being live on an opportunity call where the energy is contagious. So try your best to get them on the live. Try your best to make sure they know that you're not pressuring them to join. It's kind of like a relationship, you guys. When you put expectations on your spouse, it never goes well. Don't put expectations on these people. Just try to get them to come listen. And if you do that, that's a success. If you get somebody to come hear about the opportunity, that's a success in and in, in, in of itself, okay? But don't put expectations on them of what to do after that and the actions they need to take. Um, I'm going to follow this training up eventually with another training on how to follow up after a Zoom call and what that looks like. So stay tuned for that. But you guys, this is huge. Third-party validation truly is the secret weapon to helping you build your teams. So I hope you found this valuable. I hope you're excited. I hope you feel inspired by this live. And I'd love to hear your thoughts on it.